Please join in our entrance hymn number 722, We Three Kings. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome today to our Sunday celebration of Mass. The Church continues to celebrate these Christmas days with this great feast of the Epiphany. And of course, in this feast, what we celebrate is the journey of the Magi uh, to find the child Jesus at Bethlehem. Today, we remember and recall all the journeys that each of us make the journey of faith, and of course it brings us to this place of Bethlehem where the child Jesus lies, the very Son of God come on earth. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, 
On this day, revealed your only begotten Son to the nations by the guidance of a star, granting your mercy that we who know you already by faith may be brought to behold the beauty of your sublime glory through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. reading from the prophet Isaiah. Arise, shine out, Jerusalem, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is rising on you. Though night still covers the earth and darkness the peoples. Above you, the Lord now rises, and above you his glory appears. The nations come to your light, and kings to your dawning brightness. Lift up your eyes and look around. All are assembling and coming towards you, your sons from far away and daughters being tenderly carried. At this sight you will grow radiant, your heart throbbing and full, since the riches of the sea will flow to you, the wealth of the nations come to you, camels in throngs will cover you, Andromedaries of Midian and Ephah, everyone in Sheba will come, bringing gold and incense and singing the praise of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Every nation on earth will bow down before you. Every nation on earth will bow down before you. O God, give your judgment to the king, to a king's son, your justice, that he may judge your people in justice. to see from the great river to 
Tashish and the sea coasts shall pay him tribute. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall bring him gifts. Before him all kings shall fall prostrate. All nations shall serve him. Every nation on earth will bow down before you. For he shall save the From the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. <clears throat> you have probably heard how I have been entrusted by God with the grace he meant for you, and that it was by a revelation that I have been given the knowledge of the mystery, the mystery that has now been revealed through the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets, was unknown to any men in past generations. It means that pagans now share the same inheritance, that they are part of the same body, and that the same gospel has been made to them in Christ Jesus through the gospel. The word of the Lord. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After Jesus had been born at Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod, some wise men came to Jerusalem from the east. Where is the infant king of the Jews, they asked. We saw his star as it rose and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was perturbed and so was the whole of Jerusalem. He called together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people and inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. At Bethlehem, in Judea, they told him, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, you are by no means least among the leaders of Judah, for out of you will come a leader who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men to see him privately. He asked them the exact date on which the star had appeared and sent them on to Bethlehem. Go and find out all about the child, he said, and when you have found him, let me know, so that I too may go and do him homage. 
Having listened to what the king had to say, they set out. And there, in front of them, was the star that they had seen rising. It went forward and halted over the place where the child was. The sight of the star filled them with delight. And going into the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and falling to their knees, they did him homage. And they opened their treasures, and they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. But they were warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, and return to their own country by a different way. The Gospel of the Lord. Just a few days ago, we received news here in the parish that Father John Breslin, former parish priest of St Bride's, died at Nazareth House, where he'd been living for a number of years. What necessitated him being taken into care was that, sadly, his mind was slipping and he couldn't look after himself. For us who have known him, this was sad news indeed, that he was taken into care, but also that uh, his memory and his mind were slipping. For I think that we were all aware, all of us that knew him, that he had a fine, razor-sharp mind, uh, and to lose that at the end must have been a great trial. Father Breslin, for those of you who will know, uh, was parish priest here from 1974 to 1994, and he was here for a further six years remaining here with the parish priest at the time, Father Thomas Miller. Others who are newer to this parish will not remember uh, Father Breslin because he's away now some 20 years from the parish. For some of you, he, Father Breslin, would have been the priest uh, that you will remember as a child growing up here in the parish. And for others who were parents, he will be the priest perhaps that you remember who married you and maybe also baptised your children and he was the priest probably here for many years of your own married life. And as a priest he shared many of the joys and sadnesses of your life and many of you I'm sure will be indebted to him for his guidance, for his wise words and maybe also for the explicit help that he may maybe have given to you in times that were difficult for you. He may have been times he may have been there for you in times of sickness, in times of loss, and maybe also in times of great uncertainty. I'm sure that he occupied that place that many priests occupy and are privileged to occupy to support and give strength to other people. As well as being priest here at St Bride's, he was also uh, Bishop Secretary and Chancellor of the Diocese of Motherwell. He was responsible for the day-to-day running and the administration of the diocese. This under two bishops, Bishop Thompson and Bishop Devine. And this is a testimony to his fine administrative mind uh, and also the great regard that these two bishops had for Father Breslin. He was here for the very first few months of my time here in the parish. But you may remember that... uh, Soon after that, he went to look after Father Miller in the parish that he had been sent to, who had become ill at that time. And then he decided to retire 
uh, from uh, active uh, ministries, a, a priest, uh, and uh, retired uh, to a house in Glasgow. I tried to dissuade him and uh, asked him to come back, but perhaps you will remember that he was a man that once he had made up his mind, he would not change it. Strangely, he told me that in an earlier uh, part of his time here at St. Bride's, uh, around about 1985, he got the option to take a new priest, uh, and he chose uh, Father uh, Tom Miller. Strangely, the other priest, or the other person in the frame, was me. <laughs> I'm not sure what put him off, really. But strange as things turned out, uh, I was to return, not as the curate, but as the parish priest. How strange are the ways of God's providence. He was a, a very curious fellow in many ways, and you probably would remember that. Nothing, absolutely nothing, got wasted. In the house, uh, when I got there, there was collected spectacles, all broken, but he couldn't possibly throw them away. He collected them from other people. Small coins, paper, everything. He never threw anything away. He was green before it was fashionable to be green. He never liked to throw anything out, and he especially never liked to throw out his clothes. Much to the amusement of our housekeepers, his shirts, his trousers, and everything were from 20 and 30 years, and maybe even 40 years ago. I remember that when we had uh, lunch, uh, uh, if anything uh, was left from the lunchtime, then it invariably appeared again at supper time, and there would be strange accommodations, I can tell you. And pasta and spaghetti, the Brussels sprouts and the potatoes from the lunch would reappear right in the middle of the pasta. Nothing, nothing was wasted. He was precise and ordered, and he always worked to a system, always a system, and he was never keen that the system would be broken. Like most of us, he liked to get his own way, but he had a way of doing that. He would smile and laugh, but he would still get his way. He had a few tricks up his sleeve. Parishioners have said about him that he was good at resolving things, pouring oil on troubled waters, good at coming up with solutions, good at getting people to work with him and work with each other as well. <coughs> he was an excellent administrator, good with monies, and as you probably know, kept a close eye on the comings and goings of money. Both Father Miller and himself worked very well here in the parish being of similar kind of approaches, organised, meticulous, and always to assist them. Today, as I mentioned at the beginning of Mass, is the Feast of the Epiphany, the Feast of the wise men who come from the East in search of the child Jesus. And this part of the Christmas story reminds us that this story is for everyone, the stranger, the outsider, the wise, the simple, the person who searches, the person who finds, person who is lost and the person who is saved. All are welcome to God's mercy, those near but also those who are far away, those who have to make a short distance, those who have to make a long distance journey. I suppose Father Breslin might have reminded uh, you all of this in the many Christmases that he himself uh, spent with you 
and the many epiphanies he celebrated with you as always. And I suppose always in these Christmas feasts, it's almost as if we're unravelling and finding new meanings in the story itself. He was a very modest man, uh, Father Breslin, uh, in many ways, never a flashy or showy person. And one of the things that you might not know about him was that as well as being uh, a priest, uh, he had also a title as Monsignor, uh, but it was a title that he never took up and that he never wanted ever to be known that was conferred on him, for it meant absolutely nothing to him, as indeed it should have. You might not have liked me to say this today to you, but in a certain sense he was a very wise man uh, who spoke very often in a very straightforward manner, who explained things in a very down-to-earth fashion. He smiled and laughed with us all. Uh, There were times in which he was joyful and also times in which he shared all our troubles and difficulties. He was very much your priest over a long period and he very much identified with this parish and has made a big contribution to its life. He's been part of your life and many uh, of the lives of your family as well, and especially in this day and in these days, we remember him with great affection. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For as men and for our salvation, he came down from and the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, suffered death and was buried, and rose again in the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In these first days of the new year, we ask God to bless us and show us his kindness and mercy. For those suffering as a result of natural disasters around the world, especially for those caught up in the fires in Australia. We pray for their safety. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For a peaceful new year, and that all our good intentions will be realised. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who wish to make a new start in life during the coming year and hope to live a better life. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For children and young people, that the grace of God may be present in their lives 
for a stronger faith. Lord, hear us. Lord, for those who are completing courses of study, that they may have endurance and perseverance to complete what they have begun. Lord, hear us. <clears throat> For our parish community, that it may grow and deepen in its faith in the year to come. Lord, hear us. <clears throat> For all who have died, Father John Breslin, Peter Mullen, George Taylor, Bill McElhinney, and Peggy Gallagher, and all that we are asked to remember. Lord, hear us. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord let his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. And may the Lord look kindly upon us and give us his peace. And we ask this prayer through Christ our Lord. in hymn number 139 as bread my lord comes to me
Dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Look with favour, Lord, we pray, on these gifts of your church, in which are offered now, in which are offered now not gold, frankincense, or myrrh, but he who by them is proclaimed, sacrificed, and received, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Amen. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For today, you have revealed the mystery of our salvation in Christ as a light for the nations. And when he appeared in our mortal nature, you made us new by the glory of his immortal nature. And so with the angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. <laughs> of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. 
Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased, pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace. takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
concerning hymn number 155, Away in a Manger. Let us pray. Go before us with heavenly light, O Lord, always and everywhere, that we may perceive with clear sight and revere with true affection the mystery in which you have willed us to participate. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Just ask you to take your parish bulletin away with you at the end of Mass. And can I just point out, on Wednesday evening, there's a memorial mass here for uh, Father Breslin, so I'm sure that many of you might wish to join us for that mass. Uh, Father Breslin won't be, uh, uh, his funeral won't take place from here. Uh, originally, I thought it was going to be Carfin. Uh, that was his original wish, I think, to be buried from his own home parish. Uh, but it turns out it's the cathedral in Motherwell, uh, so that will be on Friday morning, uh, at 12 noon uh, and also uh, being received into the cathedral on the previous night at 7 o'clock um, should you wish to go to that and maybe you don't have transport or can't manage uh, to go on your own uh, steam, we have a, a bus that will go to the cathedral on Friday morning or Friday midday uh, for the midday mass uh, so if you want to go to that please just put your name just on the, the back in the sheet at the back of the church that will leave uh, about quarter to 11 
uh, to get there in plenty of time. So quarter to eleven, uh, and to get there in time also just to maybe get a seat in the cathedral as well. To the Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the mass is ended. Please join in our final hymn, number two six seven, the Servant King. <laughs>